Hello and welcome to another episode of the Koshcast at underthekoshblog.com and at under underscore the Kosh on Twitter. My name is Alex. Mohanad is here. Hello. Hello. And Bernie is here. Hi. And I think for the first time in a long time, we're all wearing the same headset, which is very nice. <laughs> we're coordinated. It's, it's our home kit. <laughs> May the audio be more consistent on this pod than any other pod. Amen. <laughs> Feels like the Hunger Games. May the odds always be in your favor. <laughs> exactly. Uh, listen, like we, we, the three of us have been chatting for like forty-five minutes, so we're not going to pretend we haven't and be like, "Oh, how are you?" and all that shit. Let's just get into it. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, it was very therapeutical. We needed that chat very much. Oh, so. yeah, hundred percent. Very much. Yeah. So. If, if you're thinking like your pod isn't wildly successful, why do you guys keep doing it? This is therapy. <laughs> <laughs> it is. It's just true. It, it's an excuse to meet up. I don't, I don't know about the, the, the sarcastic nature of your comment about wildly successful, considering that we got multiple people who said watermelon. <laughs> I, I'm just I'm just kidding. Obviously, it's very successful. We're rich, we bitch! Love all, we love all of you, but ultimately, this is for us. Yes. <laughs> yes, that's a great way of putting it. Ultimately, this is... Yes. <laughs> just like Jack Grealish is ultimately for Pep. It's not for his team... He's like a, a reclamation project. <sighs> I, I don't know what he's doing. I mean, he, he got a game in, in, in City's rotated side against RB Leipzig. They didn't need to win. It was literally an experiment. It, it didn't matter. Zach Steffen was in goal and all that stuff. But uh, I still don't really know what, what Grealish is doing there. Can, can, I'm enjoying this agenda. Can I ask a philosophical question of the two of you? And maybe Mo, because I think Mo actually once had delusions of football grandeur, like playing grandeur. Like, Newcastle apparently, like you know, just just, just apparently. Not, sorry, sorry. You know what I mean. You know what I mean. Like, yeah. Also, like yeah. you lived in Latvia, so maybe that could have happened too. Who knows? Right. Uh, but anyway, so wanted like if you're Grealish, yeah. I, I I mean, I guess the idea of Aston Villa, City come calling, but you know your game, you know what you're good at. Do you want to play for a coach in a system that you know isn't going to fit you and might be boring, or would you? Tell your agent to please find me a team that I can express myself the way I like to play. What what would you do? So the problem is if you have to take the money out of it because then it makes it an easy decision to move to City. But So if you take the money out of it and you're saying, well, do you find a better team? I think... Not a better team, just one that kind of like, like, you know, fits his sensibilities a bit. Yeah, no, it makes sense. We talked about this. Like, did Grealish not know that his flair was going to be kind of curtailed? That it was going to be held back? Did he not realize that this might happen? But a lot of players actually think a lot more of themselves than they are, and we see that mm. when they when they move. You know, we've had the example of all the Arsenal players that have moved to Barcelona. You've got Hleb, Alexander Song, etc., who moved there. You know, Varmilen thinking that they are the shit and they're going to kill it. And then they realize that they're actually not as good as they thought they were because they're now they're in a proper team, right? They're in a proper team. Grealish is a good player, but he's never going to be the leader of the city team. It's just, well, one, because they don't have one, really, because they just play in such a rigid system. And he and you're right, Bernie, like you're, what you're alluding to is that he wants flair, he wants a ball at his feet, he wants all that stuff. And did he not realize that was not going to happen at City? I think... I think maybe he didn't realize it would be this rigid and this dry. Um, he, I would guess he knew it would be obviously much less kind of creative and in his hands than at Villa, obviously, because of the levels. I, I'm just going to jump in because he didn't. like he, he did an interview recently where he was like, I thought I'd be getting more of the ball, more goals, more assists. Like he, yeah. he genuinely... And look... He didn't have an option, by we, the way, but we're, it's a hypothetical situation of if you did have the option. That's, that's really where I'm going with that. As in, like staying wasn't re- wasn't realistic. No, no, no. Like if there was another team that wanted to pay the hundred million, like a United or a Liverpool oh. or something. That, but, but but again, Alex, like when you when Grealish looks at the team and and he's saying I would have more of the ball and that assumes more responsibility. One, do you think you're better than Foden? No. Do you think you're better than Riyad Mahrez? No. Do you think that you're better than De Bruyne? No. Like you're a hundred million signing who's like the fifth best attacker on that team. Mm-hmm. Like it, it's crazy. Sorry. To, so here's the thing: if you're Grealish, do you think you're better than Foden? Yes. And I, you're not. I get what I get. What you're talking about in terms of Foden being, you know, this elite young talent or whatever but Grealish controlled a team in Villa like he ran the team in a way that Foden would never run Villa they're different players but Foden's not going to go to Villa and just run everything the way Grealish did it's not going to happen Mares came from Leicester where he was great 
But Grealish would probably think he's better than Mares as well. Like I'm not saying Mares and Grealish isn't the the gap here. Bernardo, who was about to leave as well, and Raheem Sterling, who people hate. Like he could, I can understand how he would think he would walk into the team, but I don't understand how he thought he would just be getting the ball to him as if it wasn't Villa all the time. And yeah, but all, all, all those players also had a couple of seasons to get acquainted with the system and now are very good in the system mm-hmm. maybe Grealish in two years will be that guy because Foden got his chance eventually but at the beginning he wasn't and you know all the jokes and stuff Mares took a while to get used to the city system Silva Sterling like well Sterling loved just the tap-ins because he can't do anything else but the <laughs> point is like I think eventually maybe he'll get there maybe as people start to drop off a little bit from city you know you maybe Bernardo leaving next season or this or you know they're doing all of this without De Bruyne they're literally having a season without De Bruyne Again. and they're doing They've just done this fine. a few times now where he's been injured half the season and still won it mm-hmm. I mean he looks he looked all right today he looked pretty good but but yeah I I, I think honestly I think he's the key because I think a lot of the thing is with at Villa Grealish was able to pretty much go wherever he wanted to go and so far at City, he tends to get stuck out on the left or playing false nine. He's someone that like needs space to drive into. I think when De Bruyne drops off, as he's doing gradually, and Grealish steps into that role, I think we, we might see better of him. That said, like Foden was younger when he was coming into the team. The, after t- if he takes two years to adapt, Grealish is going to be, what, 28, 29? So yeah. it was just a stupid signing overall. Yeah, like it's not it's not Grealish's fault. It's just what are yeah. you doing? Like, uh, you know, in this market, you've got a hundred million dollars or whatever, hundred million pounds. Like, this is not who you spend it on. It's just not. I, I agree. As much as I really, really rate Grealish, like I'm I'm trying to understand what the logic of like, for example, not just retaining Bernardo Silva, right, and just making that work since he's in the system. You get it already. And then maybe spending it somewhere else. Wherever else they needed it, I don't... Oh, oh, I know where they needed it. Left back. <laughs> like, maybe spend the money there instead. I, I don't know. Um, but, yeah, anyway. I, I really like Grealish. That's why I'm sort of harping on about this. Because I, I think I like him. I like the way I play, like watching him play football. But. Mm-hmm. Alex, why did he start us off so negative? What, man? I feel, I feel dirty. Like... like <laughs> Like I'm like we're okay. six minutes in and we're already like bashing someone because you have an agenda. <laughs> okay, but all right, I I know what will cheer you up. Mm-hmm. Their father. <laughs> Their father, <laughs> Bruh, The records, the records broken. First of what all, record? well, okay, I don't know them about <laughs> so many, but but he broke. <laughs> okay, fine, I'll tell you. He broke all Liverpool records. The most. Liverpool player to score in the Champions League, the most goals in a Champions League group stage, the most player with like five games in a group stage. Like all of Champions League records for Liverpool, Salah has broken, just so people make it clear their father is Salah. Um, <laughs> because we didn't make that clear, we just, we just talked about it. So their father has broken all Liverpool records in the Champions League already. He has the, He's the fastest player to whatever 50 goals for them in the, or 100 goals in the Premier League. Like he's just broken everything. Everything. And this is why, you know, you're asking why is Salah playing today in a dead rubber and Klopp is complaining about fitness. It's because Salah is a mega superstar now, the best player in the league, and he wants his stats. And there's no way you, you keep him on the bench just because you're through in the group stage. He wants his record and, and his stats. All right. Okay. So Salah and Kane are, are doing that thing now. That's uh, that's fine. But Kane isn't like doing a damn he breaks down. Yeah, well, Salah's not swearing on his daughter's life. Though, yeah. that he's not yet. Don't put Kane and Salah in the same <laughs> sentence not anymore. Yet. Come on now. <laughs> yeah, Kane, Kane, Kane dropped quickly from the from the list what? very quickly. Well, well this, is, this is my point though: is that like the the chasing the overplaying to chase stats is is, is all well and good, but after a while, like it, it gets you. Yeah, but Salah is new. Salah has been doing this for three years only. Kane, no, Kane's like got five. A... No, it's like five. Oh, five how, how long has he been at Liverpool now? Four. Yeah, like five years. Wow, that long, eh? Well, yeah. fine. Even five years. This is kind of his peak period, and really his only peak period. So he's gonna get all the games he can get because, look, come on, he got seventh in the Ballon d'Or, or whatever. Like he laughed that out. Like he was upset. He was not happy about it. Man, once his his individual uh, records. He he said there was an interview on like an Arabic channel recently, and he said the minute I left Chelsea. The only goal I had was to come back and prove to them that I could do it in the Premier League. Literally, the only thing he wanted to do since Chelsea let him go. 
was come back and prove that he could do it. You can see that. And Fiorentina were upset. He didn't. He didn't stay with them. Yeah. <laughs> he plays like someone who still has a point to prove. The and as much as I agree that he should have been higher in the Ballon d'Or, I have a strange feeling. Something that we said on the pod a lot last year, which was that he wasn't actually playing very well. Like most of last season until the end might have been a reason for that. I think that was probably yeah, in people's heads. He keeps it up this year. And <clears throat> big shout for sure. Big shout, especially if they win stuff. The problem is you got to win something. He's a front runner. He's a front runner, in my opinion, to to win the whole thing, to win the Ballon d'Or, FIFA Best, all that stuff for next season. Why not? Yeah, but you, you saw you saw Messi ramping up today. Eh? He's, he's not he's, ramping he's up. Not, he's, not, he's not ramping. Uh, up. He's not ramping. I'm just up. saying it's finished already. It's Salah. Bruh, he's passing it from the 18 yard Calm down. line, like into the goal. Calm down. It's, like it's, that is no. disgusting muscle memory. He's he's not getting it unless he wins Champions League with that team, and that's not going to happen. So let's let's calm down. Let's calm down. Yep, 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 yep. This is exactly the kind of PSG game where like some people will see them win four one against Club Brugge with their suicidal high line that was completely inexplicable. Be like, ah, PSG is sick. No, and and then they'll Absolutely completely not. ignore the fact that Messi dropped two four out of ten performances in the last two league games that apparently no one cares about because they're twelve points up, which they're doing without him doing anything anyway. So like, it's not is it, talking is it, to Messi. It, it? It's just to put things into proper perspective. We're trying to back your Egyptian guy Salah. Leave Messi alone. Let's go with Salah here. How about that? I've got a, I've got a, I've got a question. Is it possible to hate your best friends? <laughs> <laughs> yes, because every time you post something about Messi, we all hate you. <laughs> I also want to put on record that his best friends are trying to support his country, okay? <laughs> on record, and he's still choosing Messi over his own country. I want every Egyptian to know this right now. <laughs> uh, that, that is a good question, Mo. Like, yeah. If it came down to it, what's happening? No, no, like Messi. Messi had his seven. I would definitely give one to Salah for sure. Okay. okay. I mean, come on. He's seven, mate. Seven. If you you saw Messi or Salah on the street and you could only say hi to one, wow. Messi for sure. Wow. You literally can't have a conversation with Messi. Salah, you can talk for hours. (laughs) You could take him for shisha, like... Mate, I I took Spanish in grade eight. I've got Spanish... (laughs) I've got Spanish at Benicio. I've heard your Spanish. <laughs> well, well, uh, Spanish the Spanish teacher used to call Mohamed Manuel. <laughs> she gave us all Spanish names because she was super racist. Um, but yeah, the, funny, actually. the point is definitely, bro, Messi, come on. The, the GOAT, the best player to ever play the sport that I love? Come on. Yeah, but do you know how much more interesting Salah would be? It's not you about that. It's, it's not about that. At the end of the day, it's just about saying you met Messi for sure. Okay. Uh, all right. Um, all right. Well, let, let's uh, let's quickly do the the Salah contract situation. Um, obviously, he came out and said like, "I want to stay at Liverpool. It's up to them to sort it out." Klopp has said you can't just sit down and have a cup of tea and 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 sort out a contract. You know, it takes a while, and that's normal. Um, it 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 seems very obvious that like he's asked for an amount that Liverpool are uncomfortable with. Um, let me put it into perspective. Van Dyke earns roughly 220 a week. Um, these are all insane amounts of money, but you know, in the within the game, De Bruyne is at like 350. The Ronaldos and all those people are at 400. Sometimes five ten. Sometimes even a little bit more. Yeah. Um, he's at that level, obviously. So his argument will be, I deserve that kind of money. Liverpool's argument, presumably, is if we do that, we completely throw off our, our wage bill. You know, you, you'd well, be getting double the nearest player. He, he wants four hundred, yeah. Um, so, uh, Mo, I'm pretty sure I, I'm confident to say you would just give it to him. Well, look, look, look. I, I get your reasoning about well, you give Salah four hundred now. Van Dijk wants more, and the next signing wants more, and whoever. But does Liverpool want to keep? Do, is it sustainable to to keep the two? Let's call it the two hundred thousand top player thing, and have mm. such a cohesive system and everyone clicking, and you're playing well and you wing leagues that way. Or if you want to actually be a top top European team, you're going to have to start paying the best players in the world the three fifties and the four hundreds. Like, yes, you've had a great run of five six years with Klopp where he has, let's call it. You know, not the top, top tier, not 10 out of 10 players. You've got eight, you've got nine, you've got seven out of 10 yep. players, and they're doing well in the system, and that's fine. But is that sustainable? Or are you eventually going to need to build on the success and say, well, okay, we're here, we're attractive now to players. I can buy a Haaland and give him 400. I can give Salah 400. So 
if you want to do, if you want to keep it, you know, you want to do an Arsenal and Arsene Wenger and kind of stick to your guns and your systems, fine. But it's not going to last, I don't think. I think so at some point, you're going to have to pick and become that major European team. I think that what makes Liverpool that good and that successful is the fact that they keep people on an even keel. And I think, mm-hmm. I think that's actually part of what makes them the strong team that they are because part of Klopp's system is... Like the only way that Liverpool win is with, as we know, this aggressive, heavy metal football that requires players to buy in because it's physically draining, physically tasking. When you have players that you're going to spend a lot of money on and treat them like prima donnas, and they have off days. By the way, and and we this is actually what happened last season. People talk a lot about injuries, but Mane was off form and Salah did not play well. Even though he scored goals, they, the front three did not score many goals in actual fact because they didn't play very well. You didn't have the buying. We've seen what that looks like when you even have a 10% drop in their performance. If I'm Liverpool, I stick with what has worked so far, even if I think the Slaw is the best player in the world. And also, he's 29. Yes, some players have been able to play Messi and Ronaldo, have been able to play at a certain rate up until 35, 36. We don't know if Salah's capable of doing that. We've just seen Harry Kane at what, same age or just younger, have issues. So, we just don't know Slot can do that. I wouldn't give him 400K, and then he has an Obama-Yang drop-off. I, 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 can't, I can't justify Yeah, but that. Bernie, we're not, we're not asking Liverpool to do something that's unprecedented, like other teams are doing it. And yes, players will drop off. But the other thing I'd say is Salah could turn around and say, look, for four years, I've done this at 200,000. I've proven that I deserve more. I'm not a new signing that wants 400,000. This is not a year in. Like I've, I've been the best player in this league, the one of the best player in the history of Liverpool, to be honest. Like it's insane where he is right now in the kind of the Liverpool history books. Mm-hmm. And I've done this for four years, and now I think I deserve my my pay rise. Or 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 I go and that's fine. I don't know who will pay him that money, but I think both both sides of the story, which is rare, actually have a point. Liverpool yep. could say we want to stick to our guns and our philosophy and our system. Great, fantastic. And Salah can say yes, that's fine. But I'm the best player in the world, and if I get a better offer, I'll I'll take it. Great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. I I would be interested to to hear what what other people think. So so let us know. It, it's it's this I think is one of the most difficult decisions a big club is is facing right now, because I I I I, I lean towards Bernie's point of view in that. I think the unity and the the kind of stability and the way that that squad feels about each other is complete is vital to the way that Liverpool play, um, in a way that it isn't for other for other clubs. And like Mo, you said, do they take the next step and become one of those the elite European clubs that do pay these kind of wages? But like those clubs aren't winning the Champions League at the moment. You know, United pay those wages, PSG pays pay those wages. Chelsea somehow actually keep their wages relatively reasonable because uh, Granit Xhaka is an absolute genius. Um, it, you know, th- those super clubs aren't actually doing very well, and so I, Liverpool's yeah. the model, really. I, I agree, but I think they're also not doing very well, not because of the money they're paying, but the people they're paying the money to. You know, you've got you know an Mbappe who's super young and wants to get out of the French league. You've got a Neymar who's just there for the money, blah blah blah, right? But. Let's say this Liverpool team, exactly the same way they are, give everyone another 100k. Like, I think Van Dijk is worth more than 200. I think Alisson is worth more than what he's on. Salah is worth more than he's on. Mane probably worth, you know, everybody's worth more than what they're on. I, I don't think you need to go and get like a see you next Tuesday type of player just to pay him a lot of money. This entire Liverpool squad could all get paid 100k more and it would not be insane in terms of what they're worth individually well, either. I think, you know I think what I mean? Part of the problem is where these Liverpool guys came from is they they were up and up players. United play, paid Pogba God knows what because he was coming off Juventus and he moves shirts. Cristiano Ronaldo is the biggest marketing machine in sports. He moves units. So Le- what do you do? Do you reset PSG every paying, four years? Salah doesn't, Salah doesn't do that. Like Part of the justification is also what else I can get from you. And Mbappe, Neymar, and Messi move units. Unfortunately, it's just it's there is a business side that Liverpool just do not have in any single player, even if Salah is the best player in the world. It doesn't. That's exist. a that's a that's a great point. But also, like that would mean that Liverpool now have to reset every four years. Like if they make perfect signings and in four years they win a league, and these signings are all now brilliant and gems that are now full blown professional. You know, mm-hmm. ten out of ten players. Then what? You reset the cycle every four years. Like that's yeah. exhausting. I mean, that's what they're you're doing. never gonna you're not gonna get it right every time. It is exhausting, and, and you're right. You can't get it right every time. But arguably, that's more sustainable than just like chucking money at, at your best player and hoping it works. 
and again, Mane's 29, Salah's 29, Firmino, I don't know how old he is. At some point, they're going to have to reset. And if Salah's the only piece that you reset, the risk is still the same. He's still your most valuable asset on the transfer market that you can use to replace those other two gits I mentioned. So what, what I'll say is, what I'll say is, I agree that Liverpool cannot give him 400,000. They just can't. Mm. Like, it, it would break everything down. It's impossible. Yeah. Like, Van Dyke will be like, are you crazy? Like, no way. <laughs> like, it just won't happen. Yeah. So I don't know what he, where he goes from here. I don't know who pays, well, I don't know who pays like 100 million for Salah next season when he has one year of a contract. Nobody probably. Mm-hmm. And I don't know who pays him 400,000. Maybe, you know, in two years, I don't know, Madrid or Barca, maybe if they're back financially, I don't know. But, PSG replacing Bappi, but does he want to go to PSG? I don't think so. For a man so driven to like achieve, I doubt it. I honestly, I think two two things. One, yeah, maybe Liverpool's best move is just to let him run down the contract, and then if someone else wants to pay him four hundred grand a week when he's thirty-one, fine. Um, but I think you might have stumbled across the solution, Mo. Like he needs to go into the office and be like, "Fine, I see your point. Every give everyone three hundred. <laughs> 100 grand raises for the whole squad. I'm Captain Mo. Let's do this. He leads a strike. Unionize, whatever. And, then he, and, he, and we'll, he, all, we'll all be happy. He stands on the roof with like a sword in his hand and he's like Freedom! the people's, the people's <laughs> hero. Yeah. Exactly. Yep. That's what I'm looking for. Anyway, uh, Liverpool went through. Uh, Atletico Madrid squeaked through in second place. PSG obviously through. Um, I don't know, man. I just want to say the, the Atleti Porto game was a massacre. Just the red cards all over the place. Pepe versus Atleti, <laughs> literally Pepe versus Atleti. Like it's just, it was, it was a bloodbath. The game itself was just physical to the brink. It was insane. Absolutely, and yeah, yeah. Sorry, I just had a note that both Ajax and Liverpool had perfect campaigns. They won all their games. Well, Ajax, Ajax has like Haller, who's now like, you know, breaking records in the Champions League group stage. Like, are you serious? Like, the man could barely pass a ball for West Ham. I, I love the I love the, the stats, guys, because they a lot of them have agendas. And they were like, Haller made his Champions League debut this season, and he has more Champions League goals than uh, Hazard. And I was like, yes, thank you. <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm here for it. I'm here for it. Still the most overrated superstar in, like, superstar Premier League's ever seen. Just saying. 100%. But and for, for, those, for, for, the, for those that can't see us, Bernie did bunny quotes, whatever they're called. Air quotes. Like Joey. Like Joey. He did it in the wrong He did it in the wrong time, like Joey. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. All right. Tomorrow, Champions League, uh, United's. Who have you got? Young Boys. Young Boys. Don't care. Okay. So you're gonna you're gonna you're gonna sign cigarettes in for this one or what? Wow. Get him in, in, in uh, we're naming him now. Oh my god. <laughs> well, look. Right, is there an injunction? <laughs> the media works, so we have to. <laughs> that's how it works, right? You, you know who Voldemort. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, that's. Uh, but your group is interesting. Like Villarreal playing Atalanta, and whoever wins that game basically goes through in second. So that's cool. No, I got, no, I got, no I got nothing. Well, we, we qualified no. already. I don't care, man. Like, you know. Okay, cool. All right. It'll be good to see what big Ralph... <laughs> oh, hang on. We've got to talk about Ralph's appointments because he's making he's making some appointments. You've got you've got a new psychologist, which is good because certainly Maguire needs some help. Yeah. And then you're, you've also hired Chris Armas, who, if anyone doesn't know, is was recently sacked as Toronto FC manager for being total shit. So, so clarification. And this is what's funny. There are therapists and psychiatrists at Man United. The sports psychologist's role is to mold their brains. This is hilarious. To mold their brains so they can understand the tactics. That's actually the person's job. And apparently every team in Germany has this position. Apparently. So he's just there to talk to one Bissaka. <laughs> Basically. I think he's there to talk to unlock Pogba finally in, in reality. I think I think that's he's gonna play he's with him in center mid to some random psychologist next to Pogba in center mid. I think, yeah. I, think, I think what it is is to take a quote from an asshole, it's the psychologist's brain in Pogba's body. <laughs> he's gonna unlock him and then let him go to PSG where he'll be good. Where he'll really be unlocked. Well, that, that's pretty much when Pogba's lying down on the couch. The couch is like, yeah, the best move I could see here is to go to PSG. He's like, all right, do you. <laughs> um, but no, but here's a question for you. Hmm. Whatever his name is, the, the TFC guy. Rennes. What's his name? No. Oh, Armas. 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 So 
I would say that, you know, so people will say, well, yeah, maybe he was shit as a, as a, as a manager, but I was going to be an assistant. I would easily argue that the assistant at Manchester United is miles larger than the manager at TFC. If anything, this is a promotion. <laughs> so, like, hey, I'm very I've worried. I've never seen a human being fail so far up in my life. <laughs> he was sacked a week ago or some bullshit. He was probably sitting in his house all depressed, and he gets a call from Robbie, like, what a call. Man, yes. He's like, yes. He won't even on yes. the phone. <laughs> but, here's, but here's the thing. Also, he's American. So he just, he can't say anything in public or he'll get slaughtered. And the players aren't going to take him seriously because he's going to sound American. And, okay, here's the other thing, though. The reason he's got this job is because he was involved in the uh, RB setup. Yeah. Right? Basically, if you're trying to get into football, just get any job at an RB club. Like, be the postman, be the mail kid, whatever it is. Someone German and old will call you at some point and give you another job. He's, Actually, uh, I, I should... Uh, Jesse Marsh is now rumoured as well. And I'm like, is this just like, you were at Red Bull? Get over here. You were at Red Bull? Get over here. Like, I'll take his it. Role, his role next to the psychologist is to give Pogba wings. It's all about Pogba. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of getting into football, I just want to give a, a quick shout out to our boy uh, Cameron Herbert, who has just flown into Scotland to do his uh, coaching badges. So, I, I think good luck. According to a Twitter uh, update, didn't he already get his like? He got his C Canadian C. He's working on yeah. his UEFA C now. That's actually that's actually very impressive. Like actually oh, yeah. doing something about it. Like that's like when I <laughs> you, you know you know what I mean. Like yeah. actually doing something in the game like professionally. And and for those who may not have heard the episode with him, he turned down, I think it was some to China, and there was another country that offered him like actual coaching uh, roles. Malaysia and South Africa. And he said, you know what? I want to do this properly, like Europe, not just get thro- thrown in. I'm like, you know what? That's props. That's props. He didn't take the contract. Yeah, he didn't. He could have. He could have taken the money, Mohan. He didn't listen to you, but you know. Well, he's got age. He's got age on his side. He's so. like oh, twenty-two. He's he's got a lot of time. Or like even twenty. He's got a lot yeah. of time. You're not supposed to be a manager until you're fifty. Except now that we've got all these like thirty-five-year-old managers that are all yeah. failing anyways. So it's, it's becoming a, a younger person's game for sure. Anyway, speaking of managers, we've got a little time? game to play, a little management game to play. Um, so there was a tweet doing the rounds the other day about if you put together a team of players from all the clubs that aren't in the top three. Chelsea, Liverpool, Man City, not in that order. Would they have a chance of like making it into the top three? So we have all uh, put a team together. I haven't. Bernie <laughs> hasn't. Bernie didn't understand the assignment. I uh, well, you I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it on the first. spot. Yeah. <laughs> all right. So Mo and I will both do ours to give Bernie a bit more time. Or is Mo? Are you are you ready with yours? Let's say yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, all right, all right. Uh, Alex, you go first. And while you're 11, while I'm thinking about mine. Okay. And, and just to be just to be clear, yeah. this is on form. The game yeah. is tomorrow, not injuries, but like on form this season, not on form yes. like last on game. This season, um, the whole of this, this, this season. season. Okay. Yeah, the whole of this season, kind of like how they would play tomorrow, mm-hmm. based on the form this season. Yeah. Uh, so it's an 11 and a manager. Um, okay. So you will you'll work out by the by the formation I think which manager I've gone with but uh, I'll reveal that last but we've got uh, Aaron Ramsdale in goal. Agreed. Are we going to go back and forth or shall I just keep going? No 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 we'll go back and forth because uh, oh, I, I need okay. to remember what's going on. Yeah, Shit. Ramsdale for sure. Uh, uh, you you as well? No, you go you go. Always okay. you. All right, uh, I've got a back three. I've got Zuma, uh, Romero, and Gabriel. That's, that's unbelievably shit. That is so bad. <laughs> that is so How shit. Is that, bad? that is so bad. I mean, Bernie's gonna go Maguire and Lindelof. I, I won't, but that—that uh, that is that is horrendously shit. Concer <laughs> for me. Concer for me. Gabriel. Okay. And not Zuma. <laughs> Let me think. Oh, okay. I, I think you're going to conclude that mine's a lot better than you initially thought. Um, okay. Then wing backs on the right, Lampty Dumpty. I knew you would go that with that, but I mean, I guess it's the obvious choice. Um, 
Yeah, okay. Dinia on the left, I assume. Uh, no, because Everton have been so bad. I've gone Corne. Nah, You're using Corne as a wing back. Okay. Mm -hmm. uh, and then I've got uh, England central midfield uh, duo, Rice and Phillips, in the middle. Phillips hasn't played very much. Yeah, I'd go Rice for sure, but I don't know about Phillips. All right. Um, two behind the striker. I've got Hume uh, Son and Emil Smith Rowe. And then up front, Jamie Vardy has just about beaten Mikel Antonio to the role. And the, ma well, and the manager is uh, Antonio Conte. A couple of seasons, a couple of games ago, it had definitely been Antonio. He has come off the boil a little. For me, instead of Smith Rowe, though, I would put Bowen. Bowen has been an, having an unbelievable season in my eyes. So that is disloyal, man. I know, but I, that's been the theme this pod. <laughs> Who else have we forgotten? Anybody like Leicester? Indeedies? No Indeedies? So, like, I, I, individually, yes, but this season, no. <laughs> it should be, like, and it should be Thomas Partey. It should be. Like, it he's should such be, a, but it's not. Such a big name outside of the top three, but my God. Yeah, it should be, but it's not. Fred over the last two games, to be fair. Yeah, I thought about Fred. All yeah. season, to be honest, he's been pretty good. I just honestly, I thought Bernie would do the homework, and I I figured he would have Fred, so I didn't want us all to have the same squad. That's why I went Phillips. Well, I I don't have Fred because I'm trying to flip the switch a little bit. Ooh. Um. Oh, Mohamed, have you gone? Have you done your midfield? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We've done everything. Okay. Um, <laughs> Mohamed did nothing. <laughs> I, I didn't yeah, yeah. say it. A damn thing. <laughs> Um, Monet, no, who's your midfield? Yeah. My midfield is Rice, Indidi, Bowen, and uh, yeah, like kind of a, in a three if Bowen can play that kind of second striker. Okay. I'm uh, sure we're forgetting some big players. You'd think, but not really. Connor Gallagher was a shout. Skip, he's done well. Gallagher's been good. Gallagher, yeah, Bentek has actually been good. Mm. Okay, I'll give you mine. Ooh, ooh, Rodrigo or uh, Rafinha. I didn't even remember he was any good. Rafinha's been okay. Yeah. All right, go on, Benny. Um, okay, I went Jose Saw in goal. <laughs> Bernie, just stop. Just Wolves stop. are doing very, very well. <laughs> no one cares, Bernie, just stop. And, and he's doing pretty well in terms of shots saved and clean sheets. They're doing really well. Did you see when he ran out the goal the other day and took out his own defender? Alex, and then he has Jota five clean sheets. He also this has zero build-up ability. He has five clean sheets, okay? Listen, listen, Mohamed was defending him like a beast earlier this year, so if he's against him, you know it's... Uh, uh, I mean, we were against Ramsdale, so I don't know what we're talking about. <laughs> he has one one less clean sheet than Ramsdale. I don't think that's a disgrace. Forget the clean sheets, man. Arsenal is shit. Ramsdale's been amazing. And Wolves are supposed to be shit. But they're not because okay, actually because of him. So I got Sa, I got Kufal as my right back. I'm doing a four three three. Uh I went Zuma um as my centre back. I went with Zuma and Lindelof. I think Lindelof has actually been very good this season compared to everyone oh my else. God. He has been though. And I hate him, as you people know. Okay, Bernie. So. Okay, that's two out of four that is very bad. <laughs> nope. Uh left back I went with uh who is this? No, I don't like him. I went Reguillon, but I don't like him. So whatever. Oh, he has been good. Yeah, he's he's been all right, but I don't like him. But I went Reguillon anyway. Uh, can you imagine? Can you imagine Reguillon and Lindelof on the same side trying to defend? <laughs> Come on, Bernie. Lindelof has been good. I I can't say anything more. Yes, more than but your that. team needs to also work together. Those two you are going to ship goals down form. that right. What you guys said was based on form. Based on form, Lindelof has been very very good. Fine, move on. Uh, Rice, Tillemans, and Bruno is my midfield. Left wing, Bowen, right wing, Antonio, and striker Vardy. Yeah, but form Bruno, you're not. You know, you know this team is not getting any penalties. Number one, and number Tielemans. two, Tielemans has been horrendous this season. The last two games, Bruno's very good. The first three games, Bruno's very good. Overall, he meets somewhere in the middle. And well, Pogba got, Pogba got seven assists in the first ten minutes. Yeah, so. but it, on principle, I'm not putting Pogba in here. I'm not. I'm not unlocking him. Fair, fair enough. <laughs> I, who are, I who, who's the just, manager? Uh, David Moyes. That's fair. Alex, to be fair, that is a much better shot than Conte. Conte has done nothing. Are you mad? 
he's really. Oh, you, 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 have, like... you, have, you need to pick your manager to get you into the top four, and you're going to pick David Moyes over Antonio Conte, who's literally won every league. He's who's in the we top four right form. now? We talked about form. Yeah, since he took over, they've got like ninety percent of the available David, points. Or David Moyes has been on form for two years, mate. Come on, David Moyes has sure, been but... on better form than Conte since Conte got here. Listen, I said David Moyes is a good pick, but if you're if you're picking one manager to get you into the top four, you're picking Conte over David Moyes. I'm not Come on, mate. Your, your manager, your manager is leaving. Your manager is going to leave because you sell one player from your squad. Let's not do this. If we're picking players outside of the top three, it means that they're largely. I mean, some of them are good, but I picked a bunch of people who clearly you guys don't rate. So I'm going to pick David Moyes to make them better than some of their parts. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. All right. Well, Mo dodged dodged all of that. Um, very well, successful. Bernie, Bernie just did it on the spot. I think I did a better job. I don't think you did a better job at all. I don't even know what you did, so I can't actually comment. Mo, Mo was just like, yeah, yeah, bowing. Yeah. <laughs> he stuck out in my mind all season. Like the thing is this, you know, I'm sitting there going, I'm so smart. Everybody's talking about Antonio and Ben Rama, and I'm like, it's all Bowman. It's all him. It really is. Like I watch the games and West Ham. He makes them tick. I, he's fantastic this season. Yeah. No, we could we could give you Harvey Barnes and and Bone and and you'd be oh, happy. Oh yes, Harvey Barnes. That finish the other day was very very nice. <laughs> Incredible. Yeah. Um, all right, let's talk about some of the Premier League crap. Um, City beat Watford. Standard. Most Bernard, shaking his head. Bernardo Silva, the best uh, player in the league, people saying. I would have said... Why so. did he want to leave? He wasn't, apparently... Well, I he wasn't playing... He didn't play that much last season. And with Grealish, it was clear that they wanted to move him on. So I think he wanted to go where he felt loved. Now he is. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, he got a double. Uh, infuriatingly, Mohamed had him in his uh, FPL team. Bro, I so, added uh, him two weeks ago, and he's been on a spree ever since. I'm eighth in our table. I went from like 50th of yeah. two months ago to eighth. What you're a run. Tr- you're not in the top four, so I don't know what you're talking about. So. Mate, it's a, it's a 50-team league. <laughs> Euro- Europe cannot be top four. <laughs> Europe is top 15. Exactly. (laughs) Um, Speaking of David Moyes, West Ham 3, Chelsea 2. What a result. What a game. Chelsea is slipping a little bit. They're starting to slip a little bit. It's the Michael Carrick effect. But... I love it. I love it. You got an Ole that can't park in some Ferguson spot. Then you've got Carrick who put on the Bisu and then left the minute he was done like he was some martyr. I just can't. I just can't. You, Martin but, just doesn't like honor and integrity. I don't. I don't. I don't. He's like, um, what do you mean? Do like performative honor and integrity. Exactly. Exactly. Do it in secrecy, but don't do it. Like, don't cry in front of camera like Ole when you're leaving. Anyways, um, what's his name? This will happen to Chelsea when you start... Uh, What's his name as a starter every game? Whatever Lock his name his is. Cheek. Yeah, exactly. Saul. Like eventually, it'll, it'll catch up. Did Saul play? Oh no, that was the one. No, no. What? what when did, he played in something, and then he, and like, then he got him a half time. Taken off like thirty-seven minutes or something. Yeah. The game before, I think. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, but they, they've so got they, some uh, some interesting contract issues coming up in their defense. Like Christensen doesn't seem to be signing a new deal, and they keep saying he's about to, and then he never does. Same with Rudiger. So they they may need to uh, change their whole defense. Their whole, their whole midfield is injured. Can, yeah, yeah, this is true. If there's a club and though that Kovic can navigate is, uh, the contract, Kovic. it's Chelsea. Marina, I trust her wholeheartedly. Look, Rudiger, I'm giving Tuchel all the credit for Rudiger. I'm not giving Rudiger any credit for himself, for his performances at all. They, they, well, it's also fine. the back three. It's also the back three. Credit to the back three too, because I don't know how Rudiger is going to be in a back two. Also, someone. Thing, man. If... Sorry, go ahead, Alex. I just like if he goes to Real Madrid and is in a back back two with with Alaba or something like looks good on paper in practice that's not going to work. Yeah, also Chelsea have been suffering a little bit with the whole Aspilicueta Alonso wing back. So they rely on their wing back so much. I mean more than almost any other position on the field and when you have Aspi and Alonso instead of Chilwell and J- and uh, James it it will affect you. That's How did you feel about Chilwell? Sorry Benny. No, because they started really well with Alonso, but 
it's not a sustainable situation. I think is 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 the point, right? Maybe. Yeah, it's, it's a car, gonna cra- be out car crash bit. waiting to happen. You know. Hey, hmm. um, how did you feel about Chilwell's? Uh, did you see his post? Um, it was a picture of him in front of his uh, home cinema, and he said, first time watching Harry Potter." If I he's, never he's seen... British, he's British, isn't he? That's a disgrace. Yes. They should yeah. strip him from the citizenship. <laughs> <laughs> Very late to the game, Chilwell. If I never see a social media post from a football player again, I, I, I I'd be okay. I really would. I completely agree. I don't, I don't know what they're getting out of this. I really, I really don't. I also, I, I sincerely hate with all my heart and soul when they play a game and they're like, hey, intern, find me any picture of me on this pitch <laughs> so I can add a stupid caption. It's like, mate, what do you mean? <laughs> I'm running. Great three points, lads. <laughs> I hate it so much. <laughs> It is bad, but it's also uh, like you, you yeah. have to think. Like I, when I see these things, I also try and remember. Like I'm 32, this guy's 24. Like he's 24. Like that's all he wants to do is be on social media and do stuff. Like we, we, I think we make them seem much older in our minds than they are. Like a lot of them are just kids, man. A lot of them are 22, 23, 24. Like that's just graduating university. Like we, I, I and I tend to do this. I look at them as these major adults that have their life together. They don't. They're just chasing a ball, and they're 24. <laughs> you know what that, that is a very good point and bernie brought up some old uh facebook memories from Mohammed's timeline recently and like that yeah. proves your point i'm about to get cancelled mate <laughs> <laughs> i guess i see where you're coming from i guess yeah. i don't want to but sure fine whatever <laughs> um speaking of movies um Real LFC fan says, "Is Die Hard a Christmas movie?" Yes. Yippee ki yay! you're working. Yippee ki yay, Well, it's what? What do you mean? It happens on Christmas. Yeah, it's a it, Christmas it, movie, and the a, fact that it we has debate, a happy ending. <laughs> the fact that we debate this thing every year at this point is a Christmas movie. If it wasn't, we wouldn't be asking this question. I'm sorry. Yeah, and if you if you don't think it's a Christmas movie, you're racist. Yeah, yippee ki yay, Very definitive answer. <laughs> yeah. To me, a Christmas movie is just like there's a set of movies that the TV channels stick on at that time of year. Well, let, let's put it this way: Which is maybe it's the de- maybe it's debatable, but it's the only watchable Christmas movie. So, like, let's just agree it is, so that we can watch something proper at Christmas. <laughs> I agree. Fair enough. I, agree. I, I quite like Love Actually, but other than that i agree with you they're all awful alex is has every time it's christmas it's a gun to the back of his head from some british mi6 or whatever you call it, operative being like <laughs> you need to watch this or die <laughs> <laughs> yeah. it's uh kira knightley's agent <laughs> i mean there's no forcing there whatsoever um mm. Mm. no that's it that's all i got okay Fair enough. Um, Raul says, should Haaland be barred from playing in the Europa League on human rights grounds? Yes. Absolutely. (laughs) Absolutely. You cannot let a robot play in the Europa League. I think it's a human rights violation. It's a war crime. It's genocide. It's like, what else? Everything you can call it in the book. Well, let's see how much much he actually cares, though. You never know. His motivation might drop enough that he just doesn't produce. Maybe. I mean, he's leaving at the end of the season anyway, right? So. To where? The release clause is like sixty something. Someone like. It'll fall out of anyone. someone's Everton pocket. could pay it. <laughs> Even City, City might do it, since they didn't get Kane, right? Why not? They should. They absolutely should. Speaking of Everton, uh, <laughs> they <have laughs> two draw. Uh, sorry, two draws. Yeah, and six losses, and then they come to Arsenal Charity Football Club. And uh, <laughs> I'm telling you, man, win. I'm telling you, AFC is Arsenal football charity. We just love giving teams their day. Oh, you've been on a bad run. You need it broken. Play Arsenal. Oh, your striker hasn't scored in 17 centuries. Play Arsenal. Oh, you're this. You know, it's just anytime you need to break a bad streak, you just have to play Arsenal and it'll all be just fine. You get the crowd, you know. Uh, on their feet, they're a bit more excited. Arsenal start to get freaked out about it, and they sit back, and that's that. Like it was an unwatchable first half, literally unwatchable. Did um, from an Arsenal point of view, I watched the highlights. Did it? Did, it suggested that Everton 
lost that. Is that fair? Everything, everything scored four goals. Forget about the scoreline. The, the mm -hmm. other two goals that were disallowed were disallowed by like a hair line. So like nothing to do with defending, nothing to do with, oh, we've got that, nothing. Everything scored four goals against Arsenal, the team that hasn't won in eight Premier League games. Without, um, without their striker. Without the striker, with a lot of other injuries as well. You know, so it's just, it was... I don't know, like, Arteta focuses so much on the build-up and what we do when we have the ball at the back and what Ramsey, what Ramsdale does with it and what Ben White does with it and what all these people do with it. And then you've got the 4 out of 10, 50 million signing in center midfield next to Shaka, who he brought back like his Superman. And now you transition up the field and then you have no idea what to do from that point forward because he just doesn't seem to care about our attacking threat. And we've got two strikers, 50 million each, 100 million worth of talent that haven't scored in seven games. It's just a recipe for disaster. It's just, we rolled our luck in our in our streak as well. Any true Arsenal fan will tell you, watching those games, whoever we beat, Watford, whatever, whoever it was, it was just, we rolled a lot of our luck during those games. <laughs> Wanted mm -hmm. said any true Arsenal fan, which means Wanted is not a true Arsenal fan. <laughs> because this guy was rocking into the group yeah. chat, being like, we haven't lost a game to a team who we weren't supposed to lose to, or whatever. And I was like, Brentford. He goes, no, 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 not that one. <laughs> Yeah, this, this, is, this is revisionism. I like, I, I know what you mean, but Arsenal deserve to win those games. And I, I think I told you guys earlier. I was looking up the uh, the expected stuff, and Arsenal are exactly where they're supposed to be in terms of the chances they create, in terms of the goals they're expecting to co to concede. Like, this is where they're supposed to be. Not, I'm not saying they should have lost to Everton, who are a shambles, but overall, they're doing what you would expect of them. Now, considering you spent the most money in the summer, which I get some people are like, you know, it doesn't really matter all that much. But it's it, it, like, it begs the question, again, what is the objective? And I think beginning of the season, we, you guys said, eh, Europa League is probably the objective here. And mm -hmm. to your point, if that's the objective, you're achieving the objective currently. So yep. don't be too hard on yourselves um, for losing to Everton. But be hard on yourselves for losing to Manchester United 3-2 and... Carrick signing off on your ass like yeah that that, that would kind of suck I understand that you know and, and I only say that for Roy because I told Roy specifically that uh, I would comment on that and uh, have a great laugh so Roy <laughs> we can move on now fair enough Everton is a little bit interesting though like Brands left and apparently a fan confronted him and was like you're supposed to be in charge of recruitment and recruitment's been shit and he told them something else is going on. But but that begs the question, like, why did you sit there for five years if you weren't being allowed to do your job? Doesn't make any sense. He's a liar. And this is a guy who I've never forgiven him for when he said to Moise Ken's mom, we're going to take really good uh, care of your son. And mm -hmm. that never happened. I'm not going to blame Ancelotti at all. I think there was never a plan to actually integrate him or use him at all. And that starts from the director of football, in my opinion. Yep, I would agree with that. And they bought him when when like Calvert Lewin wasn't even good, so you know that wasn't even an excuse in terms of not playing him. Yeah. Anyway, I must. Um, I kind of hope Everton can turn it around a little bit. I, like I, Benitez deserves to do something good. Demarai Gray has been excellent. Man, just thank God Alex Awobi didn't score. The, the golden opportunity he had towards the end of that game that would have been majorly embarrassing. I had no doubt that he would miss. Zero doubt whatsoever. But I don't want to gloss over Damari Gray. What a goal that was. A goal to win any football game. Although they should have won it by three clear goals before that. <laughs> whatever. But what a goal. Even the shot that got to uh, to Charleston's header, that was a brilliant shot. And I have to say, just to be fair, it was a Ramsdale save. It was a great save. Yep. What are you talking about? Yep. And and the Demari Gray's shot that Ramsdale oh, took onto the bar. That Richarlison headed in. Oh, oh, that one? Yeah. I mean, take your victories where you can get them, I guess, guys. Yep. Just move a literal farmer in goal, and he's exceeding expectations. Spurs 3, Norwich 0. A bit of a feel-good, necessary feel-good result for Spurs after a dodgy season. Um, the Conte effect has, has started... Even though it's against poor opposition. 
Monet, Monet, sorry, let me, let me just help you out here a little bit. You know what's interesting? Conde's yeah. mm-hmm. at Tottenham, and most people forget. You know that? Have you noticed that? Yep. Most people forget that he's there. Like, they literally do not care. And A, that speaks Bernie's to... Bernie's done a survey again. Of course. That speaks to A, Spurs are absolutely useless. But it also speaks to the fact that, you know, Conte maybe isn't as box office as people suggest. Just, just want to throw that out there and uh, get your thoughts on that. Mohan is thought specifically, it's, Alex, not you. He's not. He's not. <laughs> this is a very strange agenda. Conte is not. He's agenda. not box office. He's not. Well, he's just not. Like, also, he's not because he decided to go to Spurs. Like, that's <laughs> one big reason why you're not box office. Like, no one cares because you're at Spurs. Only Alex cares and follows and does what he does. But no one actually cares. Like, it just doesn't matter. They're, they're shit. He's at Spurs. He's also not just in general. Like, what? He had a couple of good seasons at Chelsea and Inter. Like, whatever. It's not a big deal. <laughs> <laughs> also, 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 there's also, so much salt going on here. Also, all all he had, to, all he had to do was wait like a week and get the United job. Still wouldn't have given it to him, but yeah, sure. Well, there you go, um, Lucas Moore. Though, what a fucking hit! Jesus Christ, that guy does nothing for 23 games and then do, does that. It's the same as the uh, the Brands question. It's like, what what were you doing for all that time? He, I, I thought he had a, like I, I I was under the impression, just gut feeling that he's been having a great season, and then I realized this is his first goal in like seven games. You know why? He, he's one of those guys who just like always works really hard, and so you know, if you watch him for a bit, you'll be like, oh yeah, like he's doing stuff, but mostly nothing happens. I think Mo's logic was that, well, Kane's only scored one goal. And they're kind of still there, thereabouts. Somebody's got something to load. And we know it can't just be Son. <laughs> Turns out it was. <laughs> yeah, Son, again, like just him, I think both Son and Kane realize and they know they've made huge, this huge mistakes signing long term deals with, with Spurs because they could have got better moves. Like they could have. Like you heard about the story in the summer, Son is pretty much just like, he's pretty much saying, like, I shouldn't have done this. And Kane I mean, is stuck no. there. Son literally signed his deal in the summer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and then realized he shouldn't have done it. Summer. And no one ever, and we've talked about this before, but no one ever comes in for Son, which is Why? very strange Why? and probably racism. Well, just, just replace, replace, like, like here, Mane's, Mane's not playing that well. He's 29, his contract, I don't know when he's up. Get Son. Son just slots right in there. Yeah, like, it's the same age, though. That's yeah, but, but but he's still playing. He's a like, bit of a late, relatively at the top. He's a late sure, bloomer. Also, you're gonna have to buy spend like three hundred million to buy him from Spurs. Also, I I want to remove um, Bowen from my team and put in Son. Welcome. Yeah. Sorry. That's I'm... just soft, man. That that's just that's just going with with the flow. That's just marketing. You're just peer pressure. Don't be racist, Monet. Don't be racist. <laughs> <laughs> Man United won Crystal Palace nil. Uh, what what can we? What did we learn? They can press for thirty minutes. Well it, done. It, it looked good. It looked compact. It looked the four line looked fluid for once. They pressed, <laughs> but they did it for thirty minutes. Palace should have scored because I use an idiot, and then Fred scored a golazo and gave us a samba. That's. It was a good, competent, professional performance. Uh, I think. That's it, yeah. Nothing nothing else, really. I don't know. Like, I, I, People, again, it's just because it's a new manager. If this performance was under Ole, no one would have said anything about it except it's another timid one, no win. Like, it just there's a narrative now and you want to attribute it to something and I get it. But like, and I know it's going to be a work in progress and it shouldn't be first game and I'm not expecting anything in the first game. But honestly, I, I watched the entire game and I'm thinking, like, we're looking for things to talk about. Like, it could have been a very regular mm-hmm. United performance, one nil scrap with Crystal Palace. Oh, it's shit. We still can't attack. Like it's not a big deal. The, I agree with you because I think Sky put out something that oh, this is the most that they've pressed post Fergie in the first half, and then they went down the stats, and three of the top five of them were Ole. In fact, the same number was Ole last season in a game. So. Is there a little bit of revisionism that people are doing to praise this guy and bring down another guy? Yeah, sure, it is. But the only thing I would say that's different is that there was a coordinated high press. Ole did a mid-block press. There was a high press, and it did work for a bit, but there was no cohesion in the attack, even though they were very fluid. Ronaldo still Damn. doing his thing. And Bernie, Bernie's getting his UEFA A, mate. 
<laughs> my football manager A. Yeah, I swear. You wait for A stuff coming up. Mid block and high press. This is some serious talk here. We don't we don't usually have that on the podcast, but welcome, uh, Ca- Cameron. Uh, I I I watch I watch and read his work very closely. Mm-hmm. You, should, you should try it once sometime so you know what you're talking about. My, my partner. <laughs> <laughs> you, you're, 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 you're the Raniac to my Ole. What is like vibes? <laughs> I, I am vibes. I, I do football vibes. I, that, that is what I do with football because it's supposed to be enjoyable and fun. I, I, North I, African football vibes. Oh yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. Yeah, jinky left-footed. Just very skinny left-footed North African Mars, basically. Speaking of which. Uh, it's, this isn't like a revelation, but ZH is like me skinny. Like I don't understand how he's professional. He's not. It's it's very. <laughs> I don't like I don't know how you work out every day and and, and in a professional football club environment. Alex, you and you, you and ZH have had the same impact on Chelsea since he signed. So don't worry. About <laughs> <it>. <laughs> You're absolutely fine. <laughs> Oh, it's funny. just baffling. <laughs> he needs a move to Bayern. I'll, I'll, I'll do you one more. You and Fern have had the same impact. <laughs> no, 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 no. I have contributed far more. <laughs> and Moana so... contributed more than Havertz. <laughs> so, here's a question. The whole agenda with Lukaku being a flop is not starting to come out. I'm just saying, like, I know the problem is we said this at the start, then he came in and played well and kind of, you know, we ate shit. And then now he's back to to, to what we expected. The question is just like, do we just, do people just have agenda against Lukaku and cannot wait for him to fail? Because, so, I, no, I, I just, I actually don't know if it's just a hate thing, irrational hate, or he's actually shit. Like, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, listen. Uh, after that Conte discussion, you can't rule anything out. But um, the, I watched Lukaku when he came on in in the last game, and it wasn't his fault, man. Like he was just standing there, surrounded by centre backs, and nothing was going through him. Nothing came to him. There not any good crosses put in towards him. And like Chelsea usually throw in some good crosses. It's not like they're not a crossing team. But he just couldn't get involved, and it honestly wasn't through any fault of his own. Well, they also haven't been crossing for months because he wasn't there and then all of a sudden right. they're not going to just do it but they haven't been crossing at all because they've been playing false nine and one of the things that Conte was supposed to have done to Lukaku was as Lukaku said play the ball to my feet that's what he's been saying for years so he's supposed to be running into the spaces that the false nine's running into well, and he's not doing it and they're making compilations <laughs> of him the same remember when he was at United they made those fail compilations they've done that they've done 10 minutes worth already <laughs> What, 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 ha- what happens, Bernie, is when you play Havertz in the false nine, then you have Jorginho as a regista. <laughs> that, allows, that allows Mount and Pulisic to push on. You see what I'm saying? And then you kind of pull back, and then you get the wing backs going. And th- that's just a two-hole football. That's the way, you know. Did you get your UA for, UA for A in like five minutes? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you got you got that triquista in Kovacic playing this Oh, God. <laughs> Listen... I'm going to give Lukaku the benefit of the doubt, except I think it's annoying. The Serie A thing coming into the Premier League, leave it alone. Like, he should go back to Italy. It's, I don't think this is going to work. Like, can, can I just say, no, when sorry. you said that sentence, when you said that sentence of I'm going to give Lukaku benefit of the doubt, I felt that is super disrespectful yes. to a player when you pull out his stats, you see the numbers he's put up with Chelsea and everything in the mm-hmm. Premier League, the numbers he's put up in the Serie A, mm-hmm. the stuff he's done. And like we talk about him like he still hasn't proven himself. Like Lukaku yep. has to prove himself every game. And that's it's why he like, takes off his think, shirt and fans call him fat. <laughs> yeah, and that's why he replies to people on Twitter that put Timberlands on his shoes, on his feet, and he has to reply to them because we he has to prove himself every time he walks on a football pitch, no matter what. And I don't understand why. He's just so I'll tell you why. I'll tell you why. Fine, tell me why. The reason is simple. Lukaku thinks of himself like he's yeah, yeah, Cristiano yeah. Ronaldo, Messi, even like Salah. He actually thinks of himself amongst these people. So if you're going to think of yourself amongst these people, I need you to have one thing. A first touch? <laughs> I need like you that. to fall over the ball. That's the second thing. 
and I need you. I need you to be slander proof, which he is not. I'm sorry. Remember when he? Remember when people showed that clip of him hugging Cristiano Ronaldo and like talking to him, like as if he was giving advice for like 15 minutes after a game. Like, it's like, mate, you cannot even like look at him, let alone give him advice. Like, who do you think you? are? <laughs> Anyways, I just feel. I just feel like. My logical brain says this is disrespectful and disgraceful, but my, you know, my emotional side of it loves it. But again, I just feel sometimes bad for him, and he's just unlucky. The narrative is set. This is what he has to deal with for the rest of his career, and always will. And no matter what, it, it'll be. It, it is what it is. Yeah. Look, there's every there's every chance like he goes January to to May. And bangs in twenty. No one cares. Every chance. It just, it just hasn't looked like it so far. But if Chelsea yeah, yeah, don't win the league or Champions League, no one will care. <laughs> I'm sorry. They have to win something on his back. Winning Serie A, no one cares. At this point, they're like, that's a stupid league. No one cares. It's like, well, well, like literally, no one cares. Name, about it. What's his name? Came out and said uh, we replaced hundred million Lukaku with Jeko, and nothing has changed on the field. On it. No, this no. is my point. How can your director from your former team feels so comfortable slandering you in front of the world what kind of elite football player are you man <laughs> especially when Kaku was like very big he bought into the inter thing big time like he yep. was very nice about that club and Morata's just murked him murked <laughs> him it might be racism it might it be. might be it might be and if that's the case i'll go to bat for this guy but it could also be the timberland boots say <laughs> I love Marotta, it. Morata did buy Denzel Dumfries, so you know he's got a black friend. Wow! In me. Wow, wow. that's uh... he got a friend in me. Yeah. Got a friend. Anyways, um, what else happened? I'm tired. <laughs> Everybody's tired. Lukaku's tired. You're tired. No, that's about it. Uh, Liverpool beat Wolves one nil. Uh, that was tough. That was yeah. Popping up. It's a Rigi season. If you hadn't noticed. Oh, is it? He has two weeks every year where people care about him. That's how you know they win the league, right? <laughs> hmm? That's how you know they're, they're going to win the league, right? Like, you know, every team has that moment where you're like, oh, fuck, they did it. Like, yeah, they, they just had that, that moment. I think that might be it. I mean, Maybe. to be fair, like, Origi gets the plaudits, but you look at that play in the 94th minute or whatever the hell it was, and you get the Van Dijk cross ball, which was brilliant at that, oh, that time of the game. Part. The Salah's first touch. I mean... At that pace, you know, you're tired, it's the 90th whatever minute, you're exhausted, and you look at the defender, you're like, I am so much better than you, watch this. <laughs> and like, it was an insane move where everybody did their part perfectly so late in the game. The the really annoying thing from a Wolves perspective is that Ait Nori actually, like, did better than anyone I've ever seen against Salah this season. Like, he actually kept him quiet the whole game. Then they took him off with two minutes to go. The new yep. kid came in and got rinsed immediately. Like, it's just, <laughs> it just shows you how brutal the league is. Yeah, and the, the other annoying thing for Wolves, too, is that their goalkeeper is Jose Sa. So. I, I'm glad that you have come around wow. on this. Well, wow. it's only because Bernie is, you know, it's just it's wow. just a love-hate thing. You know, you, you know about the whole how you can hate your best friends. Like, Bernie now likes him, I hate him. It's just that simple. <laughs> You know what? I'm. I was hundred percent convinced I could go Sa, like in my brain, because I was convinced Alex would choose Melier. I was convinced I would win. I would. <laughs> I would win that one. But you know. even Alex, even Alex wouldn't stoop that low for an agenda. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely not. Yeah. Any 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 keeper that has a silent S in his name, I can't be having that. <laughs> can you think of another one? Lord, well, no. Jose, Jose, uh, no, the, S, the S is not uh, the S is not silent than Jose, but it can be a little bit. Ramdale. <laughs> oh my God, we've reached that point. Yeah. Hugo Laurie. <laughs> hey, we were talking about movers. There we go. <laughs> That's a great move, uh, moving company name, yeah, Hugo Laurie. Two, I love two, it. <laughs> two weeks ago, we were talking about who would your movers be, and we've, I think yeah. we've got a candidate we forgot about. <laughs> Uh, all right. Uh, so you know, if you got to this far in the podcast, um, tweet us and say "truck," and uh, we'll call you a legend or something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Again, don't forget, we're doing this for us. <laughs> and congrats Prize to uh, be determined. Congrats to Pacific yeah. Uh, FC. Yeah, yeah. That, they they that, won that, the Canadian. That's all they're gonna something. get. Yeah, yeah. I don't. So they're in the thingy now, right? 
<laughs> the problem is this. The problem is <laughs> I just <laughs> didn't they make their like the whole thing the whole point was that they made the thingy and TFC didn't. Right? Is it the CONCACAF championship? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That was Hamilton. I don't know, man. Someone made it and TFC didn't, and there was beef. I can't remember. I don't know. Hamilton made it, and they kind of did well. Um, but yeah, now Pacific goes through next season, because, you know, that's how it works. You get through to the thingy after you win the thingy. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> cool. All right, signing off from Toronto, Canada. This has been the podcast. <laughs> we'll talk to you again next week. From our igloos. <laughs>Thank you for downloading the Koshcast. Get in touch at underthekoshblog at gmail.com. Follow us on Twitter at under underscore the kosh. And for articles, predictions, and the full experience, go to underthekoshblog.com.